Hey guys, so apparently I'm supposed to be smooth, but you know what, I'm... Uh, thank you for turning it into Common Talk 616, uh, listening to our show about nerdy stuff. Um, yeah, let's do this. Wow. Why is there music in the background all of a sudden? It's mom's alarm. Oh, you didn't you didn't know that? Uh, Blink One Eighty Two is here, uh, playing for us live. Somebody's phone, I think. Oh, it's somebody's alarm going off. Yeah, that's what I just said. It's mom's alarm. Why is everyone all crackly in my headphones? Crackly? Probably because you have crappy headphones. Dude, we probably, have probably. I, I don't know. Hey. This sounds okay hey. here. Maybe. Maybe it's just loose. Okay. Uh, yeah, you sound a little better. Okay. Mm, maybe. Or is it because you guys have giant bowls of Rice Krispie treats? Oh, yeah. I have all the Rice Krispie <gasps> treats. You put them in your headphones? Is that why it sounds crackly? No. You know what? Want to hear something sad, Jake? I can't eat Rice Krispie treats because they have gluten in, oh, the, I don't in even... the marshmallows. You can still hear gluten, Matt. You can still hear... <laughs> it still makes a sound. I can't eat them. Nobody said anything. Like, you don't have to hear them to eat them or eat them to hear them. <laughs> so, um, you, uh, you want to know something that might upset you? I don't think Rice Krispie Treats are that good. No, overrated for sure. Yeah. Oh. Unless they're homemade. Sometimes Rice they're Rice Krispie Treats? Yeah. Like, yeah. here's the thing. If someone makes them and offers them, I won't say no. But, like, Dude, am I going to go out of my... Fire. Am I going to go out of my way to make them? Also... Rice Krispies, underrated cereal, with the the crackling and it's like almost it's not sweet, so it's just like eating like freaking sandwich if or I something. Want, I, would, I would tell you that I don't. I also didn't care about them that much. I just got them because they were cheap. Here's the thing: if I food. want a crackling food item, I'm gonna get Rock Pops, and then I'm gonna drink Pop, a bunch of soda. Pop Rocks. No Rock Pops. That's no. That was perfect. Pop rocks. Yes, sorry. The 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 widely known Rock Pops. Don't don't <laughs> don't let them correct be correct. Oh no, I'm I'm fixing it because I like to be right and I like for him to be wrong. No, for real. If you get pop rocks and grape soda and you just so good. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So But it can't be the grape pop rocks. It has to be a different flavor. Right, the blue one. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. blue raspberry. and the strawberry did or raspberry. Did you or, yeah, blue Did you guys raspberry. ever get told as a kid that if you drink soda and pop rocks in your Coke, stomach yeah. it would like blow up? The first time <laughs> no. I told that Okay, so that was like a, that might have been I like tried it. Our, our generation thing. Yeah, probably the first time the first time I heard about it, I told my mom I was like, "Take me to the store." She's like, "Why?" And I was just like, "I have a thing I need to do. I need to test." So this I get theory. the pop rocks and I get the soda. I go to the backyard and I lay out a tarp just in case I die. <laughs> no, <laughs> and she's like, "What are you doing?" She's just like, "I gotta, I gotta figure out this thing." And she's like, "What?" And I was like, "I might die." And she's just like, "What are you gonna do?" And before she could even like actually like try to parent me, you pop, you pop the pills. I straight up, I was taking the backyard out with me. Was my thought, <laughs> dude. <laughs> My stomach was upset, and I just let out the biggest fart ever. It was an act of terrorism. It was so sketchy, but so good. Have you ever tried Mentos and Coke? <laughs> no, 
I've been too afraid of that because I've seen what it does to water oh, bottles. Yeah, that's not a good idea to do. And that like to with yourself. my stomach constitution, here's the thing. If I do it, I'm going to a public restroom because I'm a I, menace of society. And two, and I, I, I don't know that she meant. Have you ever tried drinking Coke? I did. Do, okay. I haven't. Wasn't sure. Was no, that's that's a bad idea. I've, I've I feel like you just throw up, but oh it just God. comes right back out. That's what we should. We yeah, should have had Isaac do your, that. You could legit hurt yourself. We should have had Isaac do that when we were in Yellowstone. He probably would have. He would have. He would, he anyway, welcome to Comic Talk So next time we next time we get together, <laughs> look, I need to bring like, him a pair of pants, Coke, and Mentos. So and when he lifts his eyebrow, like why? You'll see. So the wedding. You might want to bring him two pairs of pants. <laughs> so for the wedding. So for the wedding, yeah. Because then we could. I mean, like, I, I am legit bringing him a pair of pants. Then. Why? So here's the thing that we should have done in Yellowstone. Be like, oh, you thought Old Faithful was cool. He Look at pants. this. Mm. I think Allie's at a point there. Welcome to Comic Talk Six One Six, a podcast about dirty stuff and pants Ner- and Mentos and, and nerdy powder pants and Mentos. Yeah, that that stuff. Anyways, uh, the person who introduced us was Matt. I'm Matt, also known as the Chaotic Evil Moon Baron, the official Moon Baron for the legally recognized. Uh, Nation state of Hydra. I'm Steve. I still have no moniker. I'm Badmouth Jake. Yes, you do. Storm again and Lord of all. Dark well, I mean, well, he has, he has I, no I, legal I, moniker for the state of Hydra. Well, we're working on that paperwork mm. next. I mean, <laughs> but he gave that to himself. Yeah, no, Matt's, I, Matt's I, is I an actual legal title. Yeah, it Matt's a title. We're, we're the first nation that has lunar property. Not true. Yeah, those yeah. are both titles. That's actually not true. Well, who, who has lunar title property? He what? gave to himself. I didn't give it to myself. No, I gave it to him. He gave oh, it to me. You I, gave it to so him. So I'm legally allowed to bestow like a That's someone. Not how that works? Also, I, you're not the first nation to have lunar property. Yes, we are. Yeah, we are. No, you're not. Who's the first one? Yeah, name Russia. They they own a part of the moon. They put their freaking flag in that the moon. That doesn't mean you own it. Yes, that's, it does. That's literally how they've done it for thousands of well, years. Well, their flag fell down. Actually, <laughs> actually, the U.S. owning the U.S. putting a flag in the moon is technically the reason I could buy the property. Yep. We're the third nation <laughs> to own lunar property because somebody homestead tried. Somebody used weird laws to homestead. The Fine. Moon. We're the first international yes, crime quite. organization to own lunar property. That's I was going to say terrorist organization, but um, then I don't want the U.S. to do this and be like, there's a terrorist yeah. group that has a base on the moon. I don't think they're going to... They're going to send Space Force out. They're going to send sure. Space Force out. <gasps> we, ha- we have rovers on the moon. We know what's up there. Okay, you're telling me that our U.S. government would not rovers. overreact to us saying that we're a terrorist organization with they lunar property. They wouldn't send Space Force to the moon. They know what's up there. They aren't going to send Space Force to the moon. They're going to send Space Force here. They have nothing to what do. What are they going to do? Throw their potatoes at yeah, us? They got more funding. <laughs> they got their they're metal. Funded by the, they got Air Force, man. They're, they're funded. They're, they're like, f- hey. They're fully funded. They can't, they can't come better. here. The U.S. Oh, no, that's the U.S. Army. I guess Space Force could fight us. Yeah. All right. But so dude, I'm we might Annalise. die by laser gun. That's awesome. Yes. I'm, I'm Annalise. Yes, you are. Um, I don't remember any of my titles. I have like five. Intern Supreme. Is she Is still your main intern? Title? Yeah, I'm not an employee. She should be We've never Annalise made her 
Supreme Lord of the Interns. Assistant to the Supreme Intern. <laughs> Is an intern supreme? That's exactly what that title well, no, means. No, that would that would imply that she's still an intern. I feel like she can get a promotion. Oh, I see. So what you're, that way, getting that. she okay. can promote someone who's an intern to supre- supreme intern, and then Elisha's even even lower than that. I see. So then he so gets. So who are you? <laughs> who are you? We still haven't gotten to all the introductions. Yeah, we did. I'm you? like, yeah, we did. He did his. Yeah, he did his. We've all. So we've you all know, like in Hydro, house. like Red Skull, like is the face, right? So Red Skull will be like Matt. I'm like the guy behind Red Skull that never shows up, that sits on a throne, and is like, do bad stuff. <laughs> and then Steve Rogers will eventually kill me <laughs> and then pick up Thor's <laughs> hammer and kill all his friends. Yes. I'm that guy. Okay then. Because that's like what the Council of Hydra. Valid. He like doesn't. He doesn't. I guess. Do, he doesn't do anything. He just literally sits on the throne. He's just like, be bad. There's a couple Hydra guys that are like in the upper Hydra. They're just like. That's like Modok. Huh. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Modok just says, be bad. Modok at least. Why did I have like reverb? So there, there's on there is a guy above Red Skull, I guess technically in like this weird Council of Hydra that's. I don't know. There's a bunch of there's a weird hierarchy in Hydra. Also, half of them are like shadow government people, so you don't ever see them. I'm like the shadow government. I'm not real. We know. Uh, I was aware. Yeah, we know. You couldn't be. So basically, I could do all the evil, and Matt still gets blamed for it, which is preferable. Actually, kind of what happens anyway. So whatever. Yeah, that's that's not anything new. Uh, so, <laughs> listen. They they paid for the full immersion wow. experience. Submersion. Yeah. Yeah, the full submersion. I could I could tell experience. you I could tell you this. Um, they don't do well under pressure. Oh, okay. My well, brother. I gotta tell this dumb story because my brother, my brother told this joke. I'm going to tell you this joke. It's a brilliant joke, by the way. I'm going to tell you this joke because I have to tell you that my brother told this joke. We had, like, late Father's Day because not everybody could be around for Father's Day. So we had, like, a late Father's Day dinner with our stepdad. Right, because some people... Oh, with your stepdad? Because other people can't have Father's Day with their stepdads? Do you want to have Father's Day with your stepdad? No, no. I was saying because, you know, someone's stepdad was in the submarine. Oh, no. Uh, So... Wow. Well, hang on. So my... (laughs) So in the middle of this restaurant, at full volume, my brother goes, hey, we got something billionaires don't. I go, what? Air. Wow. Oh. <laughs> and I almost, like, I was like, <gasps> I, saw I the- almost died of, like, shock. Here's the thing. I'll tell you this. Um, one of my friends said something worse. I'm not going to repeat it on here. But it was after oh, a funeral at a Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh wow! Yes, and you know the person. Somebody had it involved a Dan in a video. Yeah. And it was, so here's the context: Nathan's brother passed away. We had the funeral. Another certain someone that we know uh, knew about Dan having something done, and in the middle of the restaurant, he goes, "Jake, I want to see the video of blank getting blank blank." Yeah, done. yeah, yeah, yeah. Isaac's mom just buried her son, and Isaac's mom goes. Did Dan really do that? I he- I heard this story. Yeah, I've heard this story. Yeah. 
Welcome to Rev Crew. <laughs> anyway, hey, let's comic talk stuff. Yeah, podcast yeah, stuff. News stories. Anyways, news stories. We have some. Yeah, we have wow. some cool stuff going <clears throat> on. Um, first of all, Kyle is no longer with us. Rest in peace. Wait, I thought Matt was. <laughs> oh, hey guys, Matt's alive again. Oh yeah, Matt's alive. He faked his death, by the way. Yeah, I was astro projecting last week. But it only worked out. You know, we the, the nerdy news. So break. here's the thing, guys. We're we're silly. We thought it was Matt's ghost, but turns out Matt was actually there. He Our was bad. here the whole time. Um but Kyle actually did die. It turns out Courtney Love was his mother and she came back to finish the job. Anyways, uh she booked him a trip to see the Titanic. Goodness. Let's leave that alone, please. Oh, you mean like let's leave it off the door? That, that joke doesn't belong on the door? Whatever you say, Rose. Whatever you say. Where's the mute button? Two people could have fit on that door. <laughs> it's true. Anyways, so, Steve, you're going to love this. Uh, so, Star Wars Outlaw finally introduces an open Star Wars video game adventure. Yes. Yes, I'm really excited for this. Uh, still mad that, you know, uh, Knights of the Republic is on definite hold, meaning we're not going to get it. Uh, probably not in our lifetime, but that's fine. Um, hopefully by then, uh, the zombie apocalypse will happen and, you know, that whole thing. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this uh, open world outlaw game. What about you guys? I know nothing about it, so... Uh, the way I could imagine is imagine if Red Dead 2 took place in the Star Wars universe. No. I mean, you're you're playing like outlaws and bounty hunters and, um. That sounds fun, actually. It does sound fun. Yeah. You know, so it it, it basically just, it would be fun. I think it would be fun. And what I hope is you can create like mercenary, like groups or federations yeah. You know, or clans, or even like, um, or like crime organizations and like run stuff. Cause it'd be, it'd be cool to be like a bounty hunter group that runs spies through the galaxy and we're like hitting off people. I like the idea, and this, uh, this expands a lot of the stuff that I like about Star Wars too is that like there is a rich lore that isn't just the Jedi. Cause there's Jedi are the coolest thing. Cause yeah, they're. Oh, yeah. Space wizards with magic. What type of Jedi would you say is your favorite? Huh? I will end you. Is it a? uh, I because the issue with uh, with Jedi, they're very black or white. Mm. Yeah, they were shaded a different color. Hmm. I feel like there's a gray area for that. Jake is wrong. Anyways, but (laughs) you were saying. Oh, I I like Star Wars, and I but I also do like sometimes. You know, not all the time. Like I said, the cool the Jedi are the cool, Jedi have the coolest things out there. But sometimes it's nice to see all the other stuff that isn't right. Magic wizards with laser um, swords. We won't see Jedi and Sith in this anyway because there's only Luke and Vader. It's set between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Right. Well, what, what I think what Matt's saying is, it's like, is not, yeah, it's really fun because there's. There's all kinds there's of there's they're all such over the a galaxy big world outside of I'm saying space like wizards. I'm saying like don't focus on 
Right, we have, like, such a narrow view of, like, these main characters when there's so much adventure happening in the background. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All the adventure, all this stuff happening in the background. I want to see some of that. It's going to be fun, and, you know... I'm I'm excited for it. I love games like this. I think that's why like I love Fable, and I love like Red Dead Two and and all those types of games like that. And I think that's why like I love Fallout so much, right? Is because we can get together, you know, online, play together, kind of create our own story within the world, you know, and just. I mean, you're literally playing a character. With a pre-imagined plot, so right, but they're going to eventually I mean, yeah, create like an a, online world. world. Yeah. What, what what I'm saying is, this is going to lead to an like an online version eventually. I doubt it. You really doubt it. You don't yeah. think you don't see Star Wars creating something like that at all? Yeah. Where like Red Dead, they have like the story, and then they have like the online. Star Wars already has. I know they, they have the old. I know they have the old republic, but I'm just saying, like for. Okay, but just because it's open world doesn't mean they're gonna move into multiplayer with it. It's a single player game. I, I, I don't like, see them just tons, staying in that yeah, lane. I'm, I know what but, I'm saying is okay. there's tons of open world games yeah, that but, never see multiplayer. But what I'm saying also, there's no reason for it. But to. what I'd also have to say, and I, this is gonna don't please don't shoot me. Oh yeah, uh, the old republic's old and. People are having a hard time playing sure. it. Like, I'm probably never gonna play Old Republic. All, I, hear, all I heard was Great Jedi. Great uh, Jedi's. Uh, Jake is wrong. <laughs> no, uh, no, but I'm saying like it's the game's like you know now it's been time. Like people aren't really playing that that much. I anymore. know, but I mean that's apples and oranges because it's an MMO. All I'm saying is, just because it's an open world game being made doesn't mean that there's ever gonna be a multiplayer attached to this game which uh, technically you're right but like i said i really doubt that they would stay in that lane for too long especially with this because it's like then you'd have to hate money and no i'm not they'll make other games where which will make them more money in the long run i think matt and i just want what we want so 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 if you want to be that guy have you noticed how the assassin's creed franchise has no multiplayer games because they're stupid. Anyways, you and you, and the stu- and one of the studios that's bringing us this game is the same studio that brought us those games. Steve, here's it the has thing. A, it has a multiplayer mode. Let me there's on, been one. On oh the, yeah, you're right. Yeah, there's there been, has a been a little. I bit. mean, it's not like big. And it went away because it's. It wasn't. It was okay. Steve, it was okay. At let me. Best. Yeah, at best. Let me experience sure. something to you. We the people need the ability to cause chaos in worlds, whether that's stealing an egregious amount of toilet paper. Or Which is fine. That's why they make other games that are geared toward that and not just... You, are I, you saying in Star Wars we can't steal or run drugs or just shoot people for that's no... What I'm talking about Star Wars. I'm not talking about anything other than Star Wars I'm right saying, now. I, I don't know. The Outlaws... The, so this is a, this is more of an adventure game where it's an open world where you can kind of pick your path. But right. I can see where you're coming from where, like, yeah, multiplayer with this kind of, like, newish technology... Would be great. Yeah, would be which great. I'm sure they're working on that too. Yeah. Just not this game regardless, specifically. Regardless, this game's gonna be fun. No, no, that one will be fun. Anyways, so okay, we we like to collect Funko Pops here. Well, other than Steve, he doesn't. It's not his favorite collectible. Um, 
However, at all. Matt. I don't like the Modoc looking action figure things. Mm. <laughs> and I don't mean the good Modoc. I mean the uh, Ant Man MCU. That, that doesn't exist. Modoc. David Cross that's, Modoc that's doesn't what I exist. Think actually, of when I see Funko Pops. Uh, see, actually, but see, in this case, though, the Funko Pops could be more realistic because I could make one of myself. I already have a huge head. Right. So, so here, so here's here's the thing. Like that, hats don't fit right so sometimes. As, as collectors, right? Like a really good no, gift would be to give cool. your friend just a Funko Pop of them. Unless you live in LA, and you go to the store and get one made of yourself, which Alex and I did. That's the only way you could do it, right? And it'd be awesome just to go online and do that. Well, guess what, sir? I can now go online and make. That's actually cool. The Moon Baron himself into a Funko Pop. Can you can you design it before you pay, or yeah. do you have to pay to design? Because uh, on like the Nike shop, you can custom shoes just for right. fun, and so you don't have to like. In the LA store, you can sign up for your spot to do it, and then you can play around with it, mm-hmm. and you don't pay until you pick it up and go to the register. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean so, online. But now you can uh, do it online. online. It's going to be happening soon. It hasn't. If they, if they don't, yet. Quite. yeah, they're gonna. I think they're gonna allow you to design it online because they'd be dumb not to. Yeah. If for this, but I just mean like, can you design it before you order it, or do you have to? Well, pay we're gonna find out right now because we're gonna learn about that right now. Uh, right now. Sweet. Cool jingle, man. So the online is going to work just like the uh, like the store, right? So you can go online, you go to your profile, you build out your Funko Pop, you add it to the store. So you'll be able to see a real-time mock-up of what your Funko Pop's going to look like, the accessories that you could add to it. Um, I know mine has a comic book and a lightsaber, I think, or a cup of coffee. I have to look at it. Um, Very cool. Our, our cousin made it for us for, like, the wedding. Um, and so, like, you'll be able to have accessories. So, like, for example, Matt could be holding a D&D dice and a goose. And a gun. Yeah. And coke. To the goose's head. The white kind. I mean, they do have that now with uh, the Cocaine Bear Funko Pop. Yeah, they do. And it's on my wish list. And am, am I going to get it? Absolutely. What am I going to do with it? Who cares? It's Cocaine Bear. <laughs> Well, you can do the same thing you do with every other Funko Pop. Put it on a shelf. Yeah. Duh. I'm going to put it on my desk, actually. Or on a desk. So when I'm feeling demotivated, I'll be like, what would Cocaine Bear do? And then get back to work. So that that's you cool, man. You can do it right it's, now, I think. Uh, oh, yeah, so that's the... Cocaine? So that's just like an avatar I mean, thing. I don't think it's... Um, <laughs> Like the full generation I generator. Think so. If it is, let me know because I will I'm start. Doing it right question. now, so I'll let cool. you know. Uh, as we are working on that live breaking news, that's not the wrong one. I just see about two hundred dollars worth the of Sims. Sorry, I just looked up two hundred dollars worth of socks that I bought. Did you see the socks that I got us? No. I'll show you. Show me when we're not recording. No. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, horses are back into The Sims. Do I care? What? No. Why? Because I'm too busy drowning children in pools. All right. Why did The Sims need horses? So you could drown them in the pools. The Sims. Only very briefly. It's simulated life, and you know what people do in real life? They have horses. 
So if you're going to have a simulated life, you might as well throw horses in there for the people that want horses. That's why they have horses. I think I just don't get the Zooms. Like, Matt, have you just ever... I find it boring. Just objectively You boring. find it boring? Yes. I find you boring. First of all, this is a, a world where you can commit all the evil that you want with zero consequences. Yes. We that little girl who you flipped off, you could bury her. I didn't want what? to ever. But now you, but you can in the no Nor in my dreams, you psychopath. <laughs> it's not a dream. It's your own virtual world where you could do what you want. You want to have a house full of ghosts? Ghosts, you can do that. You it was just like kill a your entire family. That, it was a five-year-old that tried to offend me. And now you can drown him I'm with zero consequences. I'm not actually offended. That was the... It was just weird. That was the whole point of that story. If I remember, Many, he was many offended, months ago. Right? He, he... To be fair, he never understood the story. No. You lost him at five-year-old flipped me off. Yeah, I know. And that's where he went off into Jake land. All I'm saying is... This feels the Sims seems like the game for Matt to just let out all the chaotic evil that he can. <laughs> oh no, I just like we call that D and D. Yeah, that's why we have D and D. That's why I have D and D. Monster. Then I can be the all the bad guys. E three's going away for at least the next two years. Yeah, I'm I don't think the Los Angeles tours on board. Uh, here's the thing: I don't think E three's going to. If, if it's, it's going by away for two years, it's not coming back. I doubt. Yeah. I doubt it's going to come back unless and, they're completely restructuring it as something. Well, else. unless they try to do the thing that DC did during the pandemic and they just go online, like honestly. But even I, then, it's like, what? How is that going to benefit them? Because. Unless they create, like, unless E3 becomes, like, a YouTube channel or a news source. Yeah. I don't, like... Unless, well, or unless they're, they restructure and just become about indie developers, because the big developers don't need them. They never, they haven't needed them for years. You know what E3 should do? They should just open social media accounts that, where they post all the time with the breaking video game news, and they become a news outlet, like IGN or whatever. Um, Unfortunately, all these... They're too late on that, man. Right, well, that's... That's the only thing I could see that if they want to stick around. The thing is, is like so many companies are now realizing that they could just do their own events online right. and they could make their own announcements. Always could have done their well, own events. I, I think, think the it, point was to have conventions to have all that together for the fans. But right, I think but the, they're realizing I, they still make that money without it. But I think they're realizing also not, that they, the money's not the point. It's. I think, for the fans. But I think they're also realizing that the fans can't all go update. to E3. Like, right. But the fans can all go on Facebook and YouTube. Yeah. So I think that's what they're But what's finding. the fun in that? It's, it's not as fun, but I think people... Having, I think they're having just as much fun. No. What's, what's, I think Annalise has an update. I have an update. On what? Jake was right. It's just an avatar. But it was fun to make. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, okay. I made my... So I'm... But wait, essentially the online process will be like, like that. It looks like me. Yeah. I'm holding a microphone and a gaming controller, and I have Shaw next to me. The cat. cat. Nice. But yeah, so, so, so essentially nice. the process would be like that. Yeah. Um. So. Anyways. Uh, yeah, I think I, I, I do. Think, I do agree with Steve. This is the end of E3. I think this is E3's nice like. They're in denial of their grieving yeah, process. Quiet fading into the ether. Well, okay, so like I'm. Um, Maybe, you know, 
We can see maybe if, like, in 2025, if there's enough demand, maybe. Maybe they'll have it, but I doubt it, man. You, you know what? E3 should just be like No, not a, in 20. They're canceling it 24 and 25. I mean, 26. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. In 2026. You, you know right, what they just, could do? They could okay. be like a sub-convention in regular conventions, right? Where, like, E3 has, like, this weird bubble. It's like the E3 <laughs> portion of International Comic Con or big conventions where you can go into the yeah. E3, like, zone where, like, they have all the, like, stuff. Because at this point, well, the thing is, E3 conventions all- are becoming more about like fandom as a whole versus yeah. just like simple niches. Yeah, well, and E three was always really interesting for video game announcements, but like, man, most of the companies don't have that issue anymore. Getting to enough people, like, it's just not a problem. Well, yeah, and with internet, like with social media, it's like, well, the real okay. All so they have to do is post to Twitter, and everyone's going to know about but, it. But the thing is, also like, they had the issue where. They didn't need to do E3, but if they didn't do E3, it would be noticed and everybody else did E3. But as soon as some people started dropping off of E3, everybody started dropping off because they don't need to do it, it anymore. It was a fun concept, and I, and yeah. I, I agree oh, yeah. with Steve. It was a fan service, and it gave a place for fans to go and celebrate, but that needs just not there anymore for E3 at least. Mm-hmm. Do I see something eventually coming to try to take its place? Potentially. Um, because it would be well, nice to be able to go and see like Xbox, PlayStation, ev- think, everyone under the same roof, including indie developers. Well, and I think, but I think E three is a very much a product of its time. Kind of like, kind of like the G four channel, right? I mean, it, I think they're gonna really be the same. Where like, if e, even if E three does come back, it's not gonna be the same, and it's probably not gonna last it, very long. It's showing its age. Yeah. Um. You know what is a product of its time, and it's a beautiful, beautiful product. Squirrel with a gun. Squirrel with a gun. Yeah, we're gonna go watch that second trailer right yep. now. I didn't watch the second trailer. I only saw the first one. So it turns out squirrels are lethal at medium range. Yeah, dude, that is the most beautiful game that I've ever seen. The fact that they gave him superpowers, and like I said, I, when we were watching it. They stole Dio's time stop powers from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Pretty well. So that, I wouldn't call it powers. I think that's just the effect. It, no, Steve. If Squirrel has it's, powers, it's it's more it's more visual fun for. Yeah, yeah. The the squirrel the stops time and is holding a gun. The squirrel has powers. I mean, anyway, <laughs> anyway, it, it, it looks like it's a some kind of experiment too, government experiment squirrel. So maybe they're like drugs. I don't know. Maybe. What if it's secretly a squirrel girl game? Oh my god. Oh, that'd make it even better. I booted up first day, and I just chuck that disc out my window. It's, uh, <laughs> what's what's your we squirrel's make, name? We'd make Matt sign a contract saying he would play through all the way to yeah. the end. Just rage play. Um, on a live stream. Anyways, so hey Matt, you want what's gonna make you really sad? What's gonna make me really sad? Uh, Mountain who? Mountain who? Mountain Dew just dropped Mountain two who? new Baja Blasts. Huh? Two yes. new flavors that you can't drink. You know what they've been doing with their new flavors? With a lot of sodas, making sugar-free ones. Yeah. And uh, every time I drink them, I'm like, I bet this is even better with sugar. 
Yeah, the ball. No, I've one time I was at Taco Bell and they were out of the regular Baja Blast. Oh, I'm so sorry. And they only had shut up. They only had the sugar free one. It's disgusting. <laughs> and they 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 were like, "Sorry, we only have sugar free. Is that okay?" And I was like, "Do you think that's okay?" <laughs> I didn't say that. Oh, but she felt it. I did. It's kind of like it. when they're like, "Is Pepsi okay?" And you're like, yeah. "No." It's a totally uh, here, different thing. I asked for tea. <laughs> <laughs> here, here, here's the thing, Matt. You say that it's okay, but you're just telling yourself that so you can get through it. No, it's okay. You because just said it's okay for as bad as the sugar-free sugar-free Baja Blast is. It is better than other options. Is it though? Such as what? Water. That's true. Uh, I don't know. It's not healthier. Oh, no. Okay. As somebody who absolutely hates water, I would much I rather water. drink water you than any diet blast. soda. Yes. It doesn't matter. Aspartame is disgusting. Is the same as diet. Do you, do you hear this guy? I hate water. I need it to live, but I hate it. I do. Are you hydrophobic? Yeah. No, I just, I do not like water. It, I have to he, really force he, myself to has, drink water. Have you seen the has, water talk? He has the aqua allergy. Have you seen the water talk thing? Okay, so there was this trend on TikTok where people, they're like all probably southern girls with their Stanley cups, the rich girls, and they would make make water, and I'm doing air quotes for audio listeners, because their water was just all of those powder mixers and they would put so much of the different flavor they're like uh, i'm making a sun sunday by the beach water today and so i'm going to start with the blue raspberry flavor and then we're going to add some lemon lime and then we're going to stir it up so they're and there's literally making delicious, it like there's it, kool-aid it was, yeah, it was the kool-aid. pop of the lips for me <laughs> I just gotta tell you I that do that character really well. Every yeah. time you tell us about TikTok Scarily things, well. TikTok trends, it reminds me of why I just never get on TikTok. <laughs> I don't even have well, an, all of I don't TikTok even have an account. You know how I watch TikTok videos? We're signed in on the Comic Talk I'm signed in on the Comic Talk account. I and I, I got see kicked like, out of that. I see like two videos. Because you have to stay signed in and you have to stay active oh, yeah. for a certain amount of time. Oh, really? Oh, I think I got kicked out. Then I'm out kicked too. out for sure. Um, but anyway. The only time I get on there is when I accidentally hit links for like our chats. Oh, yeah. And then it goes there. Mine's all just like mini painting stuff. I send you stuff. You need to watch the TikToks I send you. I'm the worst at like watching stuff. Do that it right send now. <laughs> okay. Um, Tell me about the new Mountain Dew flavor. Hey, you Sorry. do click with death, though. Hey, There's Jake. Caribbean something or other, which is supposedly guava-based. Oh, Caribbean like something or another is my favorite. I deny that he drinks water. Caribbean something or another is my favorite flavor. I just don't remember that. Baja <laughs> no. Blast, Caribbean something or Anyways, other. Anyways, I said that you, you watch, uh, you, you drink Liquid Death. That's funny. I know. Passion not, fr- we got Passion Fruit Punch. Hey, there's only like two of them that you haven't watched. Can't read that. I drink Liquid Death because I'm forcing myself to drink water because <laughs> I need water. And it feels cooler when you drink it from... It the just cool can. it tastes a little better out of a can than it and does it also another just, way. You just feel cool. I mean, who does? It's probably part of it. It's definitely that. I look cool drinking a liquid death. Yeah, you can't tell me to not too. I feel really cool when I drink Celsius. 
Anyways, so I feel like a healthy uh, girly. PS4 and PS5 players get a free game. What's the other Baja like Blast flavor? I do. I, I really like the, the, the tropical vibe, huh? like peach vibe. They list them off. Yeah. Yes. We'll just keep, we'll just keep, like we'll the, just keep going. Um, kiwi guava. Um, kiwi guava is my favorite. There's one called Arctic vibe that I really the, like. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> the Kills and Liberation is now available on the the PlayStation Store for free. So what is it again? Sorry. That's cool. What's, for, what's free? Uh, moving on. <laughs> Wait, Kill say it again. Too late. We're moving on. He's you missed trash. it. <laughs> oh. Kill Zone Liberation. Thank you. We should have just kept going. We should have, we shouldn't have given them the chance. <laughs> <laughs> we're hey, just too busy uh, we, talking about. Okay, we you guys talk amongst you? yourselves. Listen, we're gonna, you chose we're to get on show. that submarine. <laughs> now oh, live with your okay. consequences. Stop it. <laughs> Hey, I was trying to I was trying to match your teenager I was trying energy. To do things. Yeah, a little. Yeah, and yeah. they just wanted to see the Titanic. Do you see do you see where this is going? Jake, enough with you've made enough for one day. No. Yeah. It'll never stop. <laughs> it'll never go away. I'm saying that. No, it won't. It will never go away. <laughs> They're stuck down there. Jake. At least wow. Jack has a friend now. Jack has a friend now. Your jokes are hitting an iceberg, man. <laughs> Oh, no, they're just the tip of the iceberg. It's like, hey, guys, you can share this door with me. Is that what the ghosts sound like right now? Wait, Trap listening to the Celine Dion music forever? Oh, torture. No, no I literally heard that they have that it song on the repeat in the, in the submarine. So that could have been the last thing they heard. Oh, that is that's the worst <laughs> way to go. I would have jumped out. That's horrible. If that's here's true. the here's the thing, right? Like there are some horrific ways. I've watched a thousand ways to die, and there are some terrible ways to go. And that is by far the yeah. worst. That's that's Appar- bad. Apparently, that last thing. And Can I you swear. imagine it glitches out, and the last thing they actually hear is "Never gonna give you up." No, 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 no. 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 That's Sam, Sam told us something yesterday. Apparently that song jumped yeah. to number 14 on the iTunes charts. Which one did? Oof. My Heart, My heart Will Go Oh, you know what I bet? They, oh. And I guarantee you when they did that, like, and killing the charts. Oh. I don't think it rose up on the charts because of jokes. <laughs> it probably is you know probably, probably part of that. Here's the pro- thing. Somewhat. I played it. No. Listen, you Steve, I've played it. it a couple of times because I'm a total a-hole. Well, no, I'm not that saying that didn't happen. Me. I'm saying the majority of it it's probably, probably wasn't that. It's like because memorial it was, stuff. Yeah. It's still kind of funny. You know how awful that <clears throat> is to play that song at the submarine memorial? That's not. It's fitting. It's ironic. It's really good. No, it's it, a really it, good it, joke. It's, but it would be fitting. Work. It's not ironic yet. It'd be ironic when in about two weeks when it takes a dive. (laughs) 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 Oh man. Listen, I didn't think that could sink that low, but let's just say he really dove into that one. All we can say is. <laughs> yes. Uh, we should make that a TikTok clip. We need to start posting more TikToks. Oh. I don't think I can recreate that. Hey, Matt, will, will uh, Cart fire you for PR reasons? I mean, 
Here's, I have never tried. I don't think they'll fire you. You deserve a promotion for that one. Dad, send oh. me an audio clip of that that whole segment, and I will make it a TikTok. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> Look at me. Pose. Yeah. Pose for TikTok. Oh. Dude, Dad, I, pose I for can't. TikTok. Matt, pose for TikTok. Are you no, look at me. Are you proud of yourself? He's so proud. I'm so proud. You like superhero landed that one okay, so hard. Okay, now take so a picture hard. of me. <laughs> okay. Oh. Um, so since we're on the subject of dark humor, um, did you know that Star Wars is doing a dark droids uh, variant cover? That is really cool. Uh, the Scourge Strikes. Okay. Um, they're actually hmm. really cool. And my phone just died. Um, Scourge variant covers. Yeah, yeah. that's what it. happens when you don't pay attention to your battery. Yeah. Do you need to borrow mine for uh, something? N- no, so I have the same battery that they did on the submarine. So that wasn't the problem. Oh well. Now, now you're just trying too hard. What was the What's the problem then with the submarine? The PS2 controller probably. No, the fact that it couldn't go. Did, were they using a PlayStation Two controller? Yes. Not literally a PlayStation Two yes, controller. Yes, they were. I can show you. For they real? Were, they were used. I don't know if it was PS Two. They were using no, a gaming using controller. A, basically, a gaming controller so, to control uh, the sub. Okay, so so they went on an experimental submarine. Jake, and it wasn't an experimental everybody. submarine. No, they have a video of them saying that was an experimental submarine oh. that has not been tested, that they were the first people to get on this craft. Not a submarine. It's a Logitech wireless controller. Fine. Fancy coffin. It's a submersible. It's different. That's what they What's use. What's the difference? It's not. It's meant to go back to a bigger craft. It's not meant to stay out by itself for long periods of time. Okay. Got it. Well... Forever's a long time, Matt. There's so. literal. Yeah. Of it hey, so. tell me about the dark droids thing. Uh, yeah. To so that. the um, yeah, the covers are really cool. They're really clean. So, so what's I, what's the scourged? What I is that? Don't know. It, it says it, it. It's saying that it's like something that's gonna come for the metal. I don't know what that means. I'm confused. Uh, it's there's a. Malevolent entity known as the Scourge, which will corrupt droids. Oh, okay. Yeah. And cyborgs. And heard about that one, so I wanted to know more. But, anyways, the covers are really cool. What I really like about these covers is um, not that I don't like the super, like, saturated, a lot of stuff going on in the covers. These are really simple, um, very minimalistic in their design, and they, they look great, honestly. So, yeah. Really cool. Nice. I saw they were doing more with Liza Bloodstone again, which is really cool. Yeah. Because they have this really cool character that I had no idea that existed until I played the stupid Marvel uh, Ultimate Alliance game. Oh. Yeah. And she shows up in there. Um, well, and it's like, and she's teaming up with the werewolf Bloodstone. by night again, so. Yeah. Which is like, you know, we got that cool, the- we got the cool video. Which, spoilers, I guess. You haven't seen it now. By oh, now. yeah. The, Too dang late. Yeah, with the um the, the Halloween 
Yeah, the Halloween mini like, movie thing. Yeah, yeah. With uh, Man Thing. Yeah. By the way, soup. If you haven't seen that, it's fantastic. You should go see. Oh it. no, for sure. You should see it. It's great. It really shows you like how, um, passive, like how non-aggressive Man Thing is. But when he comes down to it, he's not someone to mess with. Like, I think he could easily like one two punch Thanos and don't taking they, him out. Is Werewolf by Night the same part? Is aren't they both part of the like the Howling? I think they were called the Howling Commandos. The yeah. Monster Squad. Yeah. So, like I said, the, the Man Thing's like incredibly overpowered, but he doesn't like to. You know, if he would have showed up to the fight with Thanos, he would have stomped him. That's fair. Or melted him into a goo. That's and then correct. absorbed his essence and ate him. <laughs> um, what else do we oh, got going I saw on? That the I saw that there's a there's a wedding between uh, Tony Stark and Emma Frost. Yeah, oh. which, not surprising. They were made for each other, like the two most yeah. narcissistic. Oh yeah, like. That's egotistical. Here's the thing, right? Now that she's got Stark money, the Hellfire Gala is going to the next level. So, well, no, it, no, that's, has it not already? No. Well, okay. Here's so, the thing: that marriage is going to last two weeks because they're both this. This is almost like celebrity marriages that you like. Well, that's going to last five minutes. Yeah, they're already probably getting divorced right now. In comics, oh yeah, they're writing their divorce. So, for sure. so the the artwork here, I kind of want Tony's tux. That the is tux nice. is pretty the cool. Tux, that would look sick in real life. Yeah. The tux is pretty cool, but... It's, just, it's crazy, because it's like, you wouldn't you wouldn't think to pair Emma Frost and Stark together. No. But... It's pretty... It's yeah. weird. They are, like, made for each other. It kind of makes sense, though. Like, especially now, because, like, Emma Frost... Not really, like... Not bad. She's not bad anymore, but she's also done too many bad things with the for the X Men. You okay? So, what? Like you can only screw over the X Men so many up. times, and they're like, "Yeah, you can't run any more schools." I mean, they've all. Here's the thing: the thing with X Men is like, in order to work at their schools, you've had to like commit several murders just for fun. At least three is, I think, the requirement. To run that school. Mm. Listen, Xavier's I mean, Storm ran it for Storm a little bit. Ran it for a like, bit. For a while. I don't know if she did any genocides, well, but you she's know. never committed murder for no. fun, but she's definitely just been like, cool, you're messing with me. I'm going to blow you up with lightning because I can. Self defense. No, they were literally just mean to her. Lightning bolts are self defense. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. like, oh, your hair, is, your hair is dumb. Lightning bolt to the face. I think we call that an overreaction. Anyways. <laughs> uh, um, anyways, so what I, what I would like to see is I would actually like to see, in, like, I know things in comics don't really stick, right? But it would be nice to see for the next couple of years see Stark and Emma Frost actually, like, stick out for a few years and, like, actually have kids and, like, build up on that. I think Yeah. if I had one biggest complaint in comics is... We don't ever have things or events that happen that actually have longevity to them. And it's kind of tiresome yeah. at this point. 
because um, then it makes events feel meaningless. Well, like so when the, like the Fantastic Four kids, it took them so long that they became a really big deal. Like, you also should have a couple superhero kids that stick around. Yeah, well, they stick around, but they also don't have to be like the biggest, baddest. I'm changing the I'm changing the universe by a thought. Yeah. So I, like I said, it it would. We'll we'll have to make this. We'll we'll have to make this a main topic one day. But I think that's right now my biggest complaint in the industry is not enough stick stuff sticks and creates longevity. It's just always recycled and just always restarting, and it it is tiresome. Anyways, so moving on. What else do we got on the agenda Uh, for um, comic book news? That was it, right? That was it for comic book news. So there's a little bit of stuff, I think. Uh, there's TV show stuff. Oh, TV show stuff, That's yes. Comic so that Robbie, Roby, Ruby, whatever. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce yeah. it. And DC are doing a thing together. Like a, is that a crossover? It is. It's a Ruby and Justice League crossover. Here's the thing. I always wanted to watch that anime, but I hate the animation style. I hate the early animation style for sure. I, um, I think know, it's better over time, but it just seems okay. I I don't like it. I don't like the Resident Evil. I like my drawn art. Well, and the thing is, I I think the concept's I mean, really cool. I don't care for the humor as much as I care for the concept, how cool the concept is. Right. So. Anyways, so that's yeah. That was a, yeah, that was a cool but that thing. is a cool crossover. Um, some people, a lot of people are going to be really, really, really excited because we, yeah. we've seen some of those people. We yeah. know some of those people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, did you see, yeah, the uh, Warner Brothers is going to start using AI to help them decide which movies to make, apparently. You know what I also heard is a really good idea? Uh, getting a gorilla, giving it a bunch of Jack Daniels and having it and point a keyboard. At- in a keyboard and having them type in the movies that they want to see. Yeah, I. It's just weird to like, I you know prediction. Okay, so just. I didn't know this. Oh. AI was used to create the opening title title sequence for Secret Invasion. Oh really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, okay, and that will, is why the world I is will, ending. I will say this. Here's the thing. AI is the incredibly title smart, right? Is really so. Good, when we look at like things like TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, or whatever, people think that's like, oh, it's our phone listening to us. What it really is, it's like an algorithm that's gotten so good at like predicting our thoughts and what's trending that it's able to curate, well, and put stuff in front but, of us. But the thing is, like, AIs don't just like you have to tell you have to feed the AI something, right? Like, you right. have to actually give it stuff. No, right? Like when so. you like when you like look up things or like certain things on social media and. So on and so forth, and since all of our accounts are our Google account, right? We use that to log into Facebook. Yeah, and yeah. So when we Google stuff because it's logged into Facebook, Instagram, or whatever, you're able to feed it, and then it can make predictions. Right. I do have to say that this could work for Warner Brothers because if they use something specific, like another thing, like ticket sales, right? The of like watching movies that do well, and so on and so forth, or what's trending on social media, I could see how that could potentially help them create an algorithm of this movie would do well according to the audiences that you're trying to reach. I see the potential. Well, and the thing is, I, I think that, you know, they used to have, they had other software before AI, right. or before it was called AI, it was called a decision support system. 
Right. And lots of companies did it. They also used it sometimes for their like for their customers. It you know so like say they go hey you get a free trip, where do you want to go for your trip? Do you like beer? <laughs> and you should go to Milwaukee. You know like right s- simple stuff like that. The- but now it's got more complex, right. obviously. But for face value, AI sounds ridiculous. And not only that, I think the another issue is is any AI that they generate is automatically going to have the idea of the SCE score built into it, which yeah. means we're going to get a lot of. You remember that Outer World movie that Disney did that was just all like, yeah, pr- like propaganda, and it was so bad that even like. Strange the extreme, world? sorry, yes. The, even the extreme left and right was, was like, what is this garbage? Like, it's just a, like a very political mush. Forgettable movie, yeah. Of like pushing a certain agenda. So because I have this, I had know that this AI is going to have that built into it because most companies only get funding if they have a high SCE score now. Yeah. So because of, you know, AI is not human and... It doesn't oh, yeah. care what you... Yeah, no, it doesn't understand it's, that. So it's going to take that into account hugely, right? Be like, oh, well, we want to get this highest score. I think Warner Brothers is going to be getting a lot of movie ideas that are very, like... Here's the thing. Warner Brothers can't... Like, okay. Warner Brothers shouldn't do this. Here's why. They're awful at making good decisions, so maybe the AI will help them. Yeah, I was like, gonna say that's probably why they're I mean, doing it. <laughs> they're probably they probably gave the they probably gave the job to an AI to the whoever greenlit Velma. Uh, so in Warner Brothers' case here, AI is just the name of the chimpanzee that's gonna write all their stuff. Right. For so here's, here's Honestly, the issue with AI though, is because so they're gonna look at what's trending on their platform, right? Max, right. Velma's trending because people want to watch it to find out why. What people well, are talking about was garbage. Dumb. Right, but at first. Yeah. So if the AI sees that, they're going to think that people think it's good, and then they're going to generate more garbage. It, well, it, honestly, that's kind of... I can see this becoming their... That seems to be the kind of the way they're already doing stuff before, though. So then nothing's going to change. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they're just spending more money to give us more garbage. I mean... <clears throat> okay, so... You can use a fancy tool, or you can use a test audience. Both of them are going to tell you whether people like something I, or not he, and one and like one of them's a bunch of people one of them's a thing that's supposed to work really well D- which one's gonna yeah, be better you, you, i don't know you know when you said that i think this is what they should do how will you use your audience critic reviews don't use critic reviews right because all those guys are lobbyists and they're being paid off to leave certain reports they're almost they're they're almost, it's untrustworthy they're at this almost point. useless at this point but use your audience score right if the audience is saying something Actually listen to that because they're going to give you feedback. Because here's the thing. All of us at this table agree the DC animated stuff is phenomenal. It's so good. Yeah. And James James Gunn has said that he wants to follow a similar, um, like, roadmap to um, to, to building his DC universe. And it makes sense because he's starting with The Flash, which in the animated stuff, they start with Flashpoint. Now, granted... The Flash we got wasn't exactly Flashpoint, but that kind of what kicked off up until Justice League Dark. Um, that whole thing was its own thing, and then it reset and created a whole new thing. So James Gunn is actually doing something somewhat smart. My point is, is when you listen to the fans, because they're giving you critical feedback, they're the ones giving you money, you'll probably create better content and stuff. It doesn't mean you have to hire the fans to do the work, you know, but... Yeah. They're telling you what they're wanting to pay for, 
if you make what they're wanting to pay for, they're going to spend more money with you. Well, and the thing with, like, so the, 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 ironically enough, being a critic of the critics, uh, the thing that you have to consider also is the critics don't pay to watch this. Yeah. We do. So, like, if they watch it, and, and like, if they watch it, they watch three, you know, DC shows that are bad in a row they're going to keep watching a fourth and a fifth. I'm going to stop. Yeah. Well, they get paid to do it. Yeah, and then they, they get paid to do it. And I'm not going to, I'm going to stop because I'm going to stop paying for it. Right. So here's the thing. Like, even if I'm Warner Brothers, I pay you to be a critic, right? To mm-hmm. watch this. Another company will pay you to give them a better review. So not only are you getting paid to watch the movie, but you're getting paid additional to leave a better review. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like, there's no stock in it for them. Mm-hmm. They're just, they're lobbyists within the film industry. Like, trying feels to... feels like it, yeah. Trying to push like an audience to go well, or not see a movie. Trust your audience, trust your fans, and if you listen to them, you're you're most likely going to make more money. You know, it people freaked out when John Kowalczynski was made Mister Fantastic. We might never get him again as Mister Fantastic, but you know how like happy people were when that happened. Mm-hmm. Like they listened to us and yeah. we did them great things. No, we were like, hey, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm glad they listened. Uh, Anyways. Speaking of people that might not be listening good, uh, <clears throat> apparently, like, a bunch of studios are pulling out of Comic-Con this year. for, And this is Comic-Con International. Good. They're D-bags. Um, they're pulling out Marvel, Netflix, Disney, Sony, HBO, and Universal. Like, apparently none of those are going to be there. Which is wild. So here's the thing. I think Comic-Con's conventions are going to be more about consumerism and meet and greet of celebrities. And, like... Not the international, though. I I can see it going that way. So here's the thing. I don't... I'm not saying, like, Marvel might not ever do, like, their own panels, but will it be, like, a Hall H panel where they reveal stuff? I think slowly that will be phased out, and that's going to become a thing where they announce their own stuff. I think Hall H will turn into, like, oh, the Avengers are here to talk about, you know, them filming this set of Avengers in, like, you know, the kind of panels that we see at FanX and stuff like that. Okay. Where it's more of an experience than, like, a trailer drop or a sneak peek. I think those things are going to, like, the sneak peeks and, like, the announcement stuff videos are going to become more of an online event on their own versus paying to be there and to announce the stuff. I just don't think it's viable for them anymore. So, did you read the article? No, I'm just Because there's a you- reason that they're not going to be there. It, and most of it's due to the writer's strike and the actor's strike that's probably going to start at the end of the month. Right. No, they're, that- they're dropping out because they're probably not going to have anybody to do those panels. No, and that makes sense, but I, the future is probably... Good. Here's the thing. It's going to be a lot like E3. Like, eventually, it's they're not going to make it this year. Something might happen next year. And, you know, DC did really good with the fandom stuff when they were announcing all their stuff, right? Making their own events and their own announcement and their own platform. I could easily see these companies doing the same thing for themselves. You you don't think Disney might not be like, a, oh, a live event on Disney Plus only catch their version of Hall H or whatever where you could stream live well, from I, Disney Plus I, I all see, the announcements. I could see it also where they like you you like enter a contest and win tickets to get to this event. Yeah. 
I'm not seeing th- this is the start of them moving over to that. You, you I, think it is? I don't know. I, no. I don't know if it is, but this, it is kind of unfortunate timing with the writer's strike and the actor's strike now coming out. In the in the next in the next five years, conventions aren't going to look like how they look like. It's oh. going to be mostly about consumerism, and it's going to be less about these big corporations being in there trying to reveal stuff because they're going to start revealing it on their own platforms okay. and not on others. I guarantee you in the next five years that's how it's going to look. Why would you guarantee that? Why? If that's just there's that's no just, precedent for it for that's been the trend for a lot of companies a lot of a lot of different organizations have been doing that it makes more sense but not for comic-con international yeah, no i do comic-con international was not that at all i like i said i could I, i'm sure i'm I, not saying it's going to be comic-con international change that i'm saying the companies that go to hall h to present will pull out and comic-con international will Transition into doing something else at Hall H that's just as good, that's just as viable, it's just not going to look the same. I don't know. I mean, I mean, here's the thing with their Hall H at Comic Con for, for the kind of media companies that we usually follow, it's like the Super Bowl. Like, oh, I, I agree, but it's just like if you could have your own Super Bowl and just have the same outcome, why but not? That's, it won't, that's not the same thing. If you If you move to online, it's completely different. That's not what they do it for. Like I said, in the next five years, I I think conventions are going to look completely different. I don't think I, mean, it, I don't think it's a bad thing. I I don't I'm not saying it's going to be it's change, bad that it's going to look. I think conventions will look different, and I think in the long run, fans are going to benefit it from even more. I see comic but book conventions. Their whole point for doing it the way they are is to be there in front of the people, live with people, right? And not. I and I understand that, but I. I don't think that it's, we're slowly moving away from that. I think, but I, I don't see us moving away from that in in the in the big pop culture shows. I'm I'm not seeing the precedent for that yet. It makes more sense with video game companies because that's all behind the scenes, right? No, it, anyway. it'll it'll start with them, but then other companies will follow suit. That's why, why I'm though? saying the next I, five that's years. What I'm asking, like, because how, it's, why when you can control every aspect about how you want to do it. It's it's like the Apple keynote. Like I said, it I could see I could easily see Disney being like on Disney Plus this live event. Tune in to get all the dirt or whatever, whatever. You know, like Matt saying, they could win tickets to watch the event live. No, I can see. I well, you know, they already do stuff like that though. That I that's think, not going to take away from them wanting to have the big well, conventions where people are there live. I'm not saying they won't be at the big conventions. They just won't be doing their big reveals at conventions anymore. They're going to start doing their own events for that. So what? Let me see if it's I understand not all about this. reveals though either. That's yeah. The, let me let me see if I understand this. You're saying that the, the the big keynote thing is going away for. Is like kind of going away from Comic Cons, right? Is what you're and doing their own at. thing. They'll still be at conventions. They just oh, yeah. won't be doing the big keynote stuff. The keynote stuff will go away. They might just have big panels, right? Which is, yeah, probably better, right? Because that's what we want. Like the keynote stuff's fine, mm. you know, but what you really want is you want the people in front of you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is the keynote stuff is going to start moving away from conventions. They might do something every once in a while, but I don't see it being... Well, that's what they... I mean, they do stuff... They save stuff specifically for the big things like that. Right. But they might start doing their own announcements and their own events for the keynote stuff. 
is what they're going to eventually do. And we'll start having panels actually being more like, I guess, conversation panels and behind-the-scenes stuff versus keynotes. Maybe. Because if... I guess you're saying. Yeah, I can see that, but that creates so many more things. That just creates a larger fan experience for us. No, it doesn't. I mean... That, that makes it more things for people to not be able to be involved with. How? It will, it'll, huh? Because if there's 50 different things instead of one or two things to go do right, all the stuff, you're going to you lose You and I don't audience. always get to go out to fly to San Diego, sit in Hall H and watch it. Well, no. We can easily go onto our couch, plug into Disney Plus and watch it and be involved and still experience it. Versus you can't be involved have, two ways that way. How? Because their keynote would obviously be in a different time frame than Comic-Con. It'll change stuff up. I don't think they're going to do... I don't think they're going to drop it entirely, like you say, but I do think that they... they it does seem that some stuff is moving that way just because the, like, the advertising is easier and it's cheaper, for it, sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not, no, it's not about the advertising. Because they already do the advertising separately from those things. That's a Walmart. But a lot of the, I mean, a lot of it is hype, though, too. So. Yeah. I, I really like. I said, we we could talk about this. Again, this will be another yeah. main topic thing. But I, I don't think conventions are going to look like what they do now. I, I think it's going to be more based off consumerism. <laughs> it's going to be more about the show floor. Um. It, comic book conventions are going to change how they look in the next five years with social media and how everything's at it's going to be to, to crudely explain it and we'll have to have a main topic for me to go in depth it's going to be more oh, already, this is our main topic now we've spent so much time on this already there's no point in having another we'll, we'll have to have like a, a more <laughs> in depth part two yeah um, it's going to more look like more like Coachella than it is going to actually be like a convention and I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing, um, but it's going to be definitely – that's that's the direction that we're, we're heading in. I mean – It's going to be about the show floor. You know, if, if there are panels, they're going to be big, large, outrageous panels with A-list whatever. And, you know, Comic-Con International is already like that. Yeah. But it's – It's, it's going to look different, and I think this will it could potentially be healthier for the industry because if it's more focused on the shore flow, floor, that means comic books and comic book creators and industries will probably have more of a platform. It's, it's focus is already equally the show floor and panels. Right, but if it's driven more on consumerism, if it's focused more on the show floor, you're going to have more control within your own booth than you are on a panel that's monitored and I guess I guess you could say like instead of having someone like guiding a conversation or putting a time limit on what you have versus if we had our own space our own booth right and doing our own thing then we can continue to do what our thing without limits right and being like oh we got it you you get what I'm saying yeah I'm so just saying that's pretty much how it is already Right, but there are there are limits to what you can do, right? Like, so the D and D tavern thing, right? Imagine if every single vendor or like, let's say Marvel, so on and so forth, 
had huge events like that going on within the convention. So, okay, remember in Iron Man 2, the, what, the Stark convention they had? Yeah. Imagine essentially that. That's the direction that we're going that's, in. Again, that's pretty much how it is. I, I probably try rephrasing it. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to rephrase it. So, it's going to be... So the atmosphere in the event itself will feel the same. It's not going to look the same. It's going to look a lot different. It's hard to explain... Comic, just the way the comic book industry is going, and the direction that it's heading in, it just—it's just not going to look the same. Well, big I big mean, publishers are. Yeah. Comics have a very small presence internationally, anyway. Yeah, surprisingly enough. It it is all the big consumer companies that are doing basically everything that you're saying right now. For San Diego. It's completely different than every other convention. Right. No, I, I'm aware of that. But like I said, so even San Diego is going to have to change, right? But why? I, that's the part that I'm like, why? Why would they have to change? In order to keep up with the demand of what the fans want. It's, it's, so here's the thing. San Diego, so Comic-Con International itself is not outdated, but their practices and how they do it are. Right? People want something that's more authentic and not so... Um, so when people want to spend their money, they want to spend their money knowing that it's like it has value to the company that they're doing it, right? And not just doing it to grab. You look at Hasbro, right? They got rid of the clear casing and they put that on the cardboard because they don't care about what the collectors want. They care about making as much money as possible. Now, if you want the Hasbro action figures and you want one to display and one to keep in the box, you now have to buy two, right? And they know that fans are going to do that. Eventually, there's got to be a breaking point in all that, right? Eventually, you get so far into being obvious that all you care about is money that you actually have to start caring about the people that go to the conventions. You have to start caring about the industry that you're involved with and go back into the roots and kind of like finding yourself again. It's like that. Uh, have you ever heard that tale where like the man falls in love with like his mistress and then the wife's like, you could do that, but, like, I need you to carry me to, like, our bedroom every day, and they fall back in love, and then he leaves her, and then she dies of cancer or whatever. No. Okay. Yeah, this metaphor doesn't work super great. No. Yeah. So, so, so the idea Sorry. is... is The idea of what Comic-Con has gone, it's gotten so far down the rabbit hole that it's, like, at its roots, it really doesn't care about the fans. I wouldn't say that. I, if you talk to the people that run it, run it, what they care about is the profits. They care about the metrics. They care about how much money they can make. Yeah. They don't really care about the fan experience because they know people are going to show up the anyways because of the it, brand. But it's the companies that are involved in it that are... Right, but look at how many companies that are there that are almost the same way. How many smaller companies do you see that in there? There's probably a handful, right? That do love their fans and that do everything that they can for the fans, right? Well, and the, a big problem with a lot of that, too, is, like, they're, like, you know, there's there's a balance of, like, how much is it for the fans and how, and how much, much of it is I still have to eat, you know, yes. right. as, a com as a publisher of anything. So, 
the the trend that we're seeing here, right, is is what companies are starting to realize that when you care more about the consumer's actual needs, right, and who they are as people, the more money you tend to make because if you care about them as a people as a whole and you tend to those needs, they're willing to spend more money with you because it's, like, ethical. Well, you know, here's the thing. You make a good product, people buy it. Right, but after a while, it doesn't matter how good the product is. If you're a piece of crap, you're a piece of crap. People are not going to buy from you because then there's... Somewhat, but that's been proven partially wrong over and over and over again. Like right, but we're, we're talking about we're talking about nerds. We're talking about fans. Yeah, that if we don't like something, we'll destroy it and won't buy it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, a lot of comic book conventions. This isn't just Comic Con International. Are on that track that they've gotten so far from the original source of what they are supposed to be to where they are now that they don't really have a choice if they want to continue to have, be something that people care. And people are always going to go no matter what. I'm not saying like, oh, well, yeah, they're going to go out of business. That's what the people want. They want to go and experience these things hands-on. Right. We but, don't want to experience it virtually because that sucks. Okay, let me tell you this. <laughs> I think FanX is a way better convention than Comic-Con International. They may be lacking a they're lot. They're completely different conventions. So oh, it's sure. almost it's apples and oranges. I don't think so, because here's the thing. The, what I think the biggest difference is FanX has this... It, the, the atmosphere and the way that they handle it, you could tell that they, they curate a show that is completely dedicated to the goer, and they actually like care about the person's individual experience. International, I really doubt they can give two craps about if there's a kid with cancer and he, if he's having like a good... Whatever. They care about the money. I'm not saying Fan X doesn't, but you could really tell in the priority of the two shows what it is. And what I'm saying is trend is going to be trending here soon, is we're going to be seeing a lot of comic comic book shows like that in Alive, where it's where the it's it's going to be shifted more based on the fans and exact like they're going to care more because they they have to. Right, we've been seeing a lot of companies in the comic book industry starting to start to bite dust. Look at Diamond Distribution, right? They weren't taking care of their fans. They were taking care of their companies. Now everyone's leaving, and they are struggling. So you're seeing a trend where companies are basically having to care or die, basically. Exactly. Where they have to start, like... Yeah. You have to start being perceived as good and ethical, or else you just don't survive. Yeah, yeah. and I'm not seeing... Which has I'm not always seeing, been the case. Well, I mean, Diamond... That's not no, anything new. No, Diamond was doing some shady stuff for yeah. quite a while. Now, they're not I'm a great saying. example because yeah. now they're out. I just don't want to, like, call out other companies right now. No, I'm just... Like, yeah, I'm just saying that's always been the case, though. If you don't... Right, but how many egregious acts has San Diego International done that have been a clear, obvious spite to the fans, whether it was not directly at I mean, them? besides suing... Fanex. Salt Lake, Fanex. They, they, they do a lot. Of they people. do a lot, and what they do is they they're trying to monopolize it, an entire industry. And it's like at the end of the day, these conventions belong to the fans. Yeah. And what they're trying to say, no, 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 no. The conventions belong to us. If you want your fix, you have to come to us. Because we're the big convention, basically. Yeah, that's 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 terrible. 
what they're saying they don't care about fandom they're not trying to ca- take care of fandom right they're not trying to you know be like this this protector of it like that they're trying to come off as they're trying to be a warlord over it yeah maybe the execs that put on the show are but every the companies that come use the platform are not doing that right but how long until the companies that use the platform get tired of that crap and they start dipping out and doing their own only thing only if it doesn't if it doesn't make sense for them to do it anymore which I don't see that happening because it's it's still helping a whole bunch of smaller companies careers and the, but at what, the big at, companies are still putting on great things for the fans. It's true. So I'm not saying that it's not. I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm, I'm saying, not saying is, I'm not, not seeing the trend that you're talking about yet. For at least for for that one, or f- for comic cons in general. It's 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 slowly going to happen. I I think as companies start yeah, to, it will eventually happen. I'm just not seeing the trend yet. I think it, I think part of what you're saying is it is seeming like the. Like, so, for example, San Diego Comic-Con is leaning a lot more towards big studios. And, like, there's not very much focus on smaller stuff. Like, there, there's smaller stuff around, There's sure. There's a lot more smaller stuff than there is the bigger stuff there. Well, that's just... It's just we but, never have the time to go but, through I mean, the that's just small the, stuff when we're there. That's just the major. I mean, but that's because that's, a lot of it exists. But, yeah. And that's like, and that's if you're gonna show it off, that's the place to do so. Right. So, but see, that's. But that's, what you're saying is like the Hall H focus, the big room, the big, like no small company is ever gonna get to really get in there. Yeah. It's just gonna, like you know the big focus is just yeah. gonna be the poster. And you know? like I said, the the trend's gonna change. Where we are gonna start seeing smaller stuff in Hall H. You know, if Disney decides so? to pull out and start doing their own thing. You know we're gonna see smaller guys getting in there doing their own reveals, and it's gonna be great for the fan. It's gonna be great for the industry. You know, maybe instead of, you know, movie keynotes, we might be seeing comic book keynotes for the first time, where we're seeing comic book companies being lost and getting that chance in this well, huge hall to do that. Yeah, but that being said, pretty much any panel at at San Diego is giving them that. But nowhere near. Nowhere near the exposure that Hall H. Well, does. no, and they'll that'll unless like there there's not enough time or space to ever get that many in there anyway. Well, and the thing is eventually, also that, eventually that's going to change. The thing though. is also though, but I don't. But I think that the problem with that is is that like Comic Con International doesn't curate who goes in there; they just offer the space. Whoever yeah. goes in there is how who has the biggest, you know, right. Has the most money. Like, like I said, when Disney leaves Hall H permanently, it's not a if; it's when. Because okay. eventually they're going to they're going to start doing their own keynotes. Sure, I can. They're going to start doing their own stuff. That. I don't necessarily agree with that, but you're. I mean, um, it's fine. I'm not saying that they won't ever do like. We're we're gonna we're gonna like I said we're gonna start seeing a trend where like indie, and like small time guys like, uh, let's say, uh, what is it? Bad juice, or there's there's a comic book company out there that's got a huge amount of traction on TikTok and social media, and their sales are coming next, like toe to toe with like Image, Dark Horse, and Marvel, and all their advertising, all their stuff is on like these two or three minute TikToks, and all this dude is just on there. He's like, yeah, look at this cool cover. That's it. Yeah, that's the face of the comic book industry. That's the face of fandom. 
is these small indie creators that the only people that are working it are the three dudes that sit in, like on a couch together and talk ideas. Sure. Those guys are going to be the guys that are showing up, buying out space at comic book conventions. They're buying out the space in Hall H, and they're going to change the face of Comic-Con. And there have been huge guys in that have gone on social media that have said very clearly that those guys are the guys that are going to be running fandom and changing the face of fandom. Right now, we don't see a lot of it because we follow a lot of the big-time news. We follow a lot of the Marvel, DC, Warner Brothers, and all that stuff. So we see the information that's providing them. Well, this stuff is simultaneously happening, right? Like, we're seeing what's happening here, but we're not really paying attention to what's happening behind the back. We're seeing both. Right. But what my argument is, though, is, like, you're you're making that counter-argument of, like, well, I don't see it changing. There's really no reason for it. No, I'm just saying the stuff that you're saying, it's already happening and is part of it. But not not in the way that I'm trying to describe, though. Not in the way where Comic-Con's not going to be chasing after these big companies anymore because people don't care about them as much. They care about the companies that have a personal experience and mean something to you. Yeah, and the people that care about those, they're they're the ones that are going to those ones instead. Right, but here... So, okay, right now, if we were... Let's say we go to Comic-Con International, right? Let's say we have the same budget as Marvel or Disney or whatever. Let's pretend. And we tell them that we want that space. They're not going to take our money. They're going to take Marvel's money because Marvel is guaranteed to make them money, not me, us. Even if we offered to pay more. Let me think, let me think how to... How I, if I'm going to describe it. Okay. Okay, so... Right, Okay. <clears throat> So HBO Max is switching to, you know, National Geographic Max plus whatever they're calling themselves yeah. today. They've changed their name three times or something, basically. We'll, we'll call him Jimmy. Yeah, so Jimmy. I have <laughs> just zero to desire to watch Nat Geo. None. But Nat Geo now is Max, and so if Max is there and they're big blowing up all their Max stuff, they go, look at all this Nat Geo stuff. I'm not going to care at all about any of that because zoos exist <laughs> you know like I like the yeah. superhero stories that's why I'm there I mean so we you know we went to a rooftop party and I, I'm not bad mouthing it I won't bad mouth no yeah and I want to make it very we clear we're, party for like we're the, not we're not trying to trash talk San Diego they're no, just the best no, no. example that we have no, I know we, people we, are going to go see what they're interested in seeing yeah I think you're right. No, you're right. That's not going to change. And that's the big focus for the entire show is let's put the stuff up there that the people want to see. The vast majority of the people want to see the big stuff, so the big stuff gets on the bigger stages. Even the small stages in San Diego are huge. By comparison, yeah. I, I think I think the reason why you're probably having Sorry. a hard time seeing it is you're probably just not following the same, like I guess, trending sources that I'm seeing. Because... I, I see a lot of this stuff all the time, right? Like, I I follow it pretty closely. I mean... Of, like, what's what's going on. I don't want to say politically in the comic book world, but I guess logistically. And, like, what the trending... Just, like, what, I think you guys are just seeing stuff from a different perspective, that's all. I mean, we don't have yeah. to agree on everything we... Often, no, yeah, yeah, no. Right. I, 
And, and, and he has a face tattoo. Why would you listen to him? Well, so simply putting this is based off the information. He makes good points. I'm just trying to lead him to say, what, what are you seeing that's making you say this? So because based off of what we're trending on yet. social you're, media. All you're saying is trending, but you're not explaining how you're counting. Because what it's is happening. So okay, this is this is what's happening in the comic book industry, right? Big brand na- big brand names don't matter anymore. The name Marvel, it means something, but it doesn't mean a lot. It's uh. It, so yeah, well, so like Marvel did that weird sideways character, and exactly nobody yeah. followed him. It so it just because it has the Marvel label on it doesn't mean jack anymore. Fans don't care about that. It. Five years ago, that's what mattered, right? Yeah, doesn't matter anymore. Okay, well, and I can give, and, mm. and I and I can see like, and and this is the point I'm trying to make. It depends on the circles. Yeah, it depends on the characters. So, it depends on a lot, but I think they are going to change a lot of factors. Just because one group of people doesn't yeah. care, another group of people cares more. There's right. some clientele that's, that's why you're change. seeing all so, the, like all the indies publishers are there everybody's there and a lot of them they're all the space they have is pretty close i mean well yeah let me the face that they have there is almost equal and like think about this like there's a lot of people that left punisher comics because there are people that are douchebags that wear punisher logos yeah that like don't give me that but no no but what but that's not my point my point is that like People didn't care about the brand loyalty. They weren't like, well, I'm sticking with Marvel. Right. Even though these guys are jerks. Like, no, these guys are jerks. I'm not sticking with Marvel for these guys because uh, of these guys. Yeah. Yeah. But Which, I was saying, like, yeah, the brand loyalty doesn't matter as much anymore. They finally fixed the right. Punisher thing and why the logo changed. Like, they finally explained it. They were Well, no. So it actually makes a lot of sense, right? So the it changed In to... Comics. to m- so it changed so that way it better represents the organization he was running... He actually has his logo still up in a shrine, and he never dropped that. But he picked up a mantle and an image that better fitted him as a leader of oh, the, hand the hand yeah. versus the logo. So now that he's dead, and when he comes back, he will have the original logo again. That was just his sigil as the leader of the hand, which right. makes a lot of sense. Anyways, yeah. uh, they had to write it away. They're mansplaining explaining it in universe. Yeah, makes sense. Um, they just had to. Write- it was still a dumb thing that they did. Yeah, rednecks were just getting upset. And it's like, dude, you don't even read comics. Anyways, right. so I guess <laughs> the the trends that we're that we're seeing is is that was, that was the point. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the going to, right. it's going to change because the way that. So people who are fans are getting sick of, I guess, the toxicity within the industry, right? And now the fans are finally taking control over it because we have big companies, air quote, let's AT&T over DC, Comic-Con International, um, who's another jerk? We'll say Disney. Um, I can't I can't say Amazon with Invincible because they've done such a good job. No, Amazon's a jerk with a lot of their stuff. Okay, so like, Amazon. Sure. They're one of the biggest um, jerks. No, for real. But like, in general, right? So you, so you have these... These big guys that are also like, they never they never um, supported us yet. So okay, Robert Kirkman. So I guess yeah. right. So you have these, so you have these big things, these companies overlording over our properties, right? We may not own them, but when we say Star Wars, Star Wars is ours, right? Like we yeah. we take ownership of that, and you don't see a lot of big names stepping up and doing that. Like yeah, you have you have Seth Rogen. 
you know, Robert Kirkman is becoming a celebrity a little bit. Um, yeah. You, you have some names, right? John Fairview is one of them that are going in and like kind of like leading the charge of like fans grabbing these properties and protecting them from these giant corporations. What we're seeing is now even fans at like our level are even going the further in trying to control the industry by making sure that if they're more popular than their corporate counterparts, they can control how the industry is handled moving forward. Right? Like taking down a terrible company. So you're seeing the industry changing a lot. Yes. Yeah. And and this is going to be the fact you either get on board with it or find yourself trapped in a submarine and going to see the Titanic. Oh my gosh. We're never going to stop going to this. Well, and that's what's going to happen, right? For French, if you will. See, the comic conventions are going to be the same thing, right? They're either going to get on board and get on the boat that's going to keep them alive, or they're going to be torn apart. Assuming that every group of fans so the hardcore, follows the same thing. Right, the hardcore fans like us that actually pay attention, we're kind of immune to that BS. I'm talking about... Oh yeah, Generic. that's what I'm saying. It'll be it'll be groups. It's always pockets of people. Right. It'll but be like, are on completely different opposite yeah, spectrums. Yeah. So generic so. Joe Schmo. I've never read a comic book in my life. Is yeah. going to see some fancy thing on TikTok or whatever it is, and they're going to hop on the train that we need them to, because they're 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 lemmings. I'm <laughs> sorry. People who aren't fans are stupid. Right. There are people buying troves of the Lord of the Rings Magic the Gathering cards because they're because people said they're cool, right? Yeah. Don't and then they saw them and realized, oh, you're right. They are cool. They, I mean, they're, they're, they're freaking they, awesome. Like, Don't get me okay. wrong. I'm going to buy the booster box. They, but but, yeah. but they, you're always going to have circles circling. So when 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 what your organization does is right here, these this can, group will filter out and this group will filter. So it'll always be right well, there where you it, need it to be. I think if, and it if, will always be wanna, something there. If you want to really give a good example in stay with cards... Like, the Pokemon card trend was a big thing where, like, a lot of people that didn't care about Pokemon were going nuts about Pokemon cards. Yeah. And they had no care. They've never played one of the games. All it took was Logan Paul getting one card, and that's... Right, so that's what what I'm saying is going to happen, right? So, these smaller guys are going to go in, and... Logan Paul's going to wreck the the comic universe. Okay, I will... this This is a promise. If that man gets involved in the comic book industry, I will have him killed. I, w- I might even personally do it myself. I will find the man. I will go into his house and I will shoot him in the face. Oh, you're not going to do a staged fight? No, I will. A <laughs> staged fight. I will. You, I will. UFC. I will slash his tires and I will murder him on the toilet because I want that man to die taking a dump because that's what he deserves if he touches the comic book industry. And if people want to use this as evidence against me for a future crime, fine. I will be that martyr because I will be (laughs) celebrated in the streets of fandom because I will not let him ruin the comic book industry like he ruined Pokemon cards. And I will be seen as a hero, not as a villain. In fact, I might get awarded, you know, a congressional medal from the president for getting rid of that POS. You made me hate Dragon Ball. Just saying. Welcome to Jake's (laughs) TED Talk. I mean, am I wrong? I will neither 
deny or <laughs> we got somebody's got a not plausible on, not Jake. on a recording. Jake somebody's got to have plausible deniability. <laughs> Come on, man. yeah, plausible oh, deniability. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jake, who? <laughs> you're right. Oh, you're right. We were fishing that day. Yeah. Um, fishing. so that's 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 what I that's what I see happening with with conventions. It's going to change, and then it will, because everything that we're seeing, like how we see uh, the convention is today, started when Marvel movies started getting big, and they made that big shift because that's what fans wanted, and that's what they needed, and it's been like that for a long time. I think it's time for a new season. It's a season of the fan, fans, right? Like we're start, we're getting sick of this corporation bullcrap. You know, Hasbro tried it with us with Wizards of the Coast, and we were like, mm, uh-uh, right? Like, we're, we're starting to take control over our, like, don't get me wrong. Legally, these guys own these this stuff. It's their property. But don't get me wrong. They don't own anything, right? You can't own love. Like, you, you know, you can't, own, you can't own the joy. You can't own, like, me liking you're, things. You guys are stewards of it. Yeah. You mess with our fan. You mess with our fandoms, we will come with pitchforks and torches, and we will burn you to the ground. We'll, we'll hijack it. And that's what I think is happening, is we're starting to go in there and being like, listen, we, we're allowing you to control this because you've done a good job so far. Don't, look, don't make us take this away from you. A better way my, I might put that was goodwill. Do we, do we remember what the nerds did to the stock exchange? Come on. That was... That was like a, that was one day. Could you imagine if we organized and we were given months? Just saying. We would have a secret empire situation on our hands. <laughs> Except for you'd have a guy right, who's uh, who's dressed like the the fat Thor picking up the hammer with the Hydra T-shirt on. All right, guys, I need everybody to buy Funko Pop stocks. Just kidding, dude. Uh, if I got if I got rich tomorrow off of Funko. I would. Their stocks like shot down when I bought them too last time. Yeah, and I and I just like I like the company kind of. That's the only reason I bought them. That's all. Yeah, I, I think they shot down when they found that huge dumpster, like landfill, mm, in there because they're like, oh, they're trying to manipulate their market. Yeah. But see, that's another issue, right? Again, prove my point. Funko was taking advantage of us. Now they're actually listening to us, and now they're like actually making Funko Pops that we care about as fa- as fans. Yeah, they have like except a, for Lance Bass. Yeah. <laughs> so he was an old one. He was like one of the ones that you found in the landfill. I bet so. So it's kind of like he's he's a dumpster Funko. Like, that went straight from the factory to the landfill. I, like, who I mean, made this? That's bad, right? Like, here's the thing: you're the celebrity <laughs> where you're a dumpster Funko. Yeah. Here's the thing. So, like, okay. Never was a really big in sync fan, but even I know that like that is lame. <laughs> uh, so this will be the last joke. They and all we can, are. We can call it. They a all night. are, but because uh, he's on another level. I want to kill. Uh, I yeah, want to hog ten women and some, drown them uh, in the river with Steve. Some Red Dead Online streaming um, to do. But oh yeah. Anyways, I did hear that they are putting on a concert for uh, the submarine people. In sync is gonna. Well, Backstreets are going to be there, and they're opening it the song with Bye Bye Bye. No. Oh this has been Comic Talk 616. I'm Bad Mouth Jake. Oh I'm Matt the Chaotic Evil Moonberry, who wasn't the evilest one in the episode. And Weird. we'll leave you with our 
two ads at the end of the episode because, yeah, that's the way this works today. Bye. Not as smooth as? I'm not as smooth as Best Slope Coffee, the Best Slope Coffee of all the Rockies. You don't believe me? They have freaking awards. And you know what? You should reward yourself with a nice cup of joe. You can go down to Best Slope Coffee Co. in Fruit of Colorado. Oh, wait, you don't live here? That's because you're dumb. But you know what is not dumb? Go into Best Slope Coffee Co. where you can order a brand new subscription with varieties. And those varieties are... Bi-weekly, monthly, or a three-month barista choice box. They'll be sent directly to your home whenever you want. Don't be a dummy. Get Best Slope Coffee today. I'm Tommy Green, the executive director of Run Against Traffic. We exist to give everyday people like you the tools necessary to fight against human trafficking and raise awareness and funds for the long-term aftercare of its victims. Become someone's superhero today at irunagainsttraffic.com. You guys have a great week.